Welcome to the Pushing Beyond Better podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about three worthwhile self-investments for 20-something-year-olds. Investing in yourself is necessary and highly valuable in the cultivation of a happy and enjoyable life. I hope to offer some insight and ideas to implement into your own self-development. Before hopping to my recommendations, here are a few results from other blogs when asking Google, invest in yourself as a 20-something-year-old. So the Huffington Post has an article called Top 10 Ways to Invest in Yourself, Why It's So Powerful, Set Goals, Honor Intuition, Invest Time in Your Creativity, Build Your Confidence, Read Educational Books, Attend Seminars and Workshops, Take Care of Your Health, Choose to Be Happy, Work on Bucket List, and Invest in a Coach. Those are all pretty good recommendations. The Thought Catalog has 18 habits to start in your 20s. I'm just going to list a few of them. Start saving money. $20 a week is their suggestion. Learn how to do taxes. Invest in a first aid kit. Go outside your type when dating. Medical basics. Eat more greens. Workouts you don't hate. Do homework on disease in your family. Make long-term investments like a car, house, quality shoes. Connect with mentors. There are several decent ideas in these lists which will provide small to big value if you add them to your life. However, I want to look at key investments that have huge returns over a lifetime if begun early and with effort. The first is self-awareness. Self-awareness is one of the greatest strengths you can develop. If you become aware while you're young, it will alter your trajectory and allow you to enjoy life in line with your values and aspirations. It takes time and work to develop, but is well worth the effort. So where to begin? Sit with the following questions, do your own analysis, and dive deep. First question, who have you been up to this point in your life? This specifically is not, who are you? That is an enormous and impossible question that just results in paralysis. It's unbound, unconstrained, and not answerable. Understanding who you've been sets you free for growth in any direction you wish moving forward. We all have biases and interests that resulted from the opportunities and exposure of our upbringing. Detaching your likes and dislikes from a static image of yourself and asking how they came to be will let you choose which biases really ring true for you under the scrutiny of analysis. This will open paths and new interests for you to explore it. It could take many weeks or months to fully answer this question, but it is well worth the effort. The second question for your self-awareness, is what industry will you be most effective? Or how can you make the most impact in the world with your current skill set? Although it is enticing to search for a long-term and lifetime purpose, again, the time scale is too long and leaves you paralyzed, unsure by all the uncertainty and choice. When answering these questions, it may be more valuable to squeeze the time scale down to six months to two years. Using such a constraint will move you towards action where you can develop reasonable goals, and begin the necessary work towards those goals. If you don't have an initial answer to these questions, let them simmer in your mind and come back to them every so often over the next few months. Eventually, you'll develop a good answer and be able to take some new actions accompanied by the new knowledge gained about yourself. The second key investment is movement in your life. If I didn't plug exercise, this wouldn't be a legit post on self-investment, right? Instead of why exercise, why move? 
Exercise may seem like a bigger commitment if it's not already a part of your life, and there's plenty of content on that subject. But exercise is a facet of movement. There's a theory on the development of brains which offers that the driver for the evolution of brains was movement. Sea squirts are an aquatic animal that float in the sea looking for a lifetime home. Once it settles in, it no longer needs a navigation system and digests its own brain. Pretty crazy. Homo sapiens obviously don't digest our own brains, but movement in our daily lives pay dividends to our long-term health. We've all heard exercise is one of the best drugs. The brain rewards us as we increase movement and can also improve our brain power in areas like executive functioning, memory, capacity, all that. Maybe you've never walked around the neighborhood, climbed mountains, danced, boxed, or biked before, but that doesn't mean you can't start now or soon. Outside of aesthetics, a lifestyle of movement results in a healthier brain, which will benefit all aspects of your life. Figure out fun or just bearable ways to increase movement in your own life and let it become a habit of your lifestyle. The third key investment in yourself is to develop a voracious appetite for novelty. The brain loves new stuff, whether it is a new experience or simply new knowledge. New experiences may come with anxiety or or nervousness beforehand, but pushing past uncomfortable boundaries will result in a more interesting and rewarding life. The great thing about new knowledge is seldom does it ever hang out with anxiety or nervousness. If you are frustrated by school or out of school and no longer being educated, don't starve your mind from the luxury of learning. Maybe you haven't experienced true learning before. Learning is not about tests or exam scores. It's about absorbing new knowledge in areas specifically of interest to you. If you don't enjoy learning, maybe you're actually just being educated. If you found this article valuable or think others may find it useful, please feel free to share it. If you're enjoying our podcast and you find value in the content we're creating, please go to pushingbeyondbetter.com slash support if you want to subscribe and help us continue the longevity of our podcast and blog and all future content so that we can continue to provide value to you in return.